Well, it's been a while. It's been a long while. It's been a long while. It's been a real long while. Oh, the longest of whiles. So this is a this is a real talk episode, technically, episode three, and I have featured with me our first time contributor, Mister James Rossi. No S. You can call me James until you meet some other James. Because there's not multiple James, so why would they call you James? Correct. Yeah, my parents—they were—they uh, were fucking idiots, and uh, I've lived with that my whole life. I'm 29 years old, a resident at UK Hospital, working in medicine. Go figure. And sometimes, every now and then, I like to, uh, you know, get a little, uh, little roll around. You know. I like parties. I like fun. Yeah, I like I party. I want to live in a hamburger bun. So. Yeah. And you average, you do your best Mortal Kombat impression. You average two or three fatalities a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you don't even understand. I mean, you see a lot of people, and uh, you can't save them all. And sometimes you, sometimes you, know, you don't want to save them, them all. Sometimes they deserve what they get. Which is you went too deep there. Well, I think that's a good segue into the film we're going to discuss. Let's talk about what you get when you deserve it. And that would be the entire premise of. Dragon Ball Hopefully Super. it's Dragon Ball Super Broly. Broly. That's the only Absolutely. film I've seen recently. It's the only one only I want to talk film. about. The only film we want to talk about. And so I guess what we'll do is, what was your what was your first impression? What did you expect going into this? I mean, this is the first time that I've ever gone to a Dragon Ball Z movie in a theater, not buying it on a not first <laughs> Dragon Ball. My first <laughs> Dragon Ball movie was on VHS tape. Yeah, and it was probably like you know eight years after it first came out. Because they didn't get theatrical releases. I really had to go to my friend's house to watch all the Dragon Ball movies. Um, He had all the seasons and all the movies. That was the only way I saw them. And I'd seen the original movie with Broly a long time ago. But when I put my feet up in the reclining seats of the whatever Regal Pavilion movie theater, I felt like I was in for like a blockbuster. It felt real. I I mean, gosh, I... I mean, I've always been a Dragon Ball fan. I mean, back in the you know early two thousands, you'd rush home for a tsunami. It was in the afternoon That's right. every day See, at five thirty, right before you went to oh, Iwana it was on that. Wednesday. It was oh, it was like three thirty. It, it was like the first thing after school. Oh. It was every single day for a few years. They would do like uh, it was like Dragon Ball Z, and they do like Gundam Wing, and they had like other shit like Yu Yu Hakusho and Sailor Moon. They would do like all the Cowboy old Bebop. Cowboy Bebop would show up and not usually at daytime hours. Yeah, no, I only watched it at nighttime right after but, uh, I watched the softcore porn. Softcore porn. But. That's not. Okay. I mean, it used to be on all the time, every day. It was on Cartoon Network on the Tsunami block. Like Dragon Ball Z, and then when Dragon Ball came out, or was, I guess, got the English dub, they released it. You know, it's like the story of Goku when he's young. Yeah, I, uh, I got the bug. I had been watching Dragon Ball Super. Full, full, full speed. I think I watched every single season. Caught up five, seven, eight seasons mm-hmm. in about it's, uh, it's a week and a half. No shit. And I guess the biggest thing, the the biggest thing about this movie is this is technically the first Dragon Ball Super movie. There was a Dragon Ball Z movie that came out. Yep. Through, no, twenty fifteen came out four years ago. It's called the uh, Resurrection F, and it came out in theaters. I think it was actually like the first one that really came out in theaters. But guess who watched it? Not many people. Not many people. 
It actually did fairly well though, but not nearly. Shelby as good ruined as well. it. You ruined well, it. but it's it just wasn't. People didn't see it. This one's done pretty damn good in the box office for how few screens it's played on. It makes uh, sense. The the first my first impression was that the graphic quality was extremely high, and that was a mix of CGI and then every bit of the animation they wanted for the manga, mm -hmm. just constantly mixing. Well, it's basically like they had. It was, you know, it's essentially, I think it was actually, what was it 200? It was a pretty long movie. It Minutes? Was, yeah, it was. I don't think it was more than two hours max. Maybe like an hour? <clears throat> no, I hear it. I think it was an hour and 40 minutes. But it was basically, you got, it was basically like 12 uninterrupted episodes of super back to back with yep. no commercial breaks. I so I won't be the guy that brings up the. The, the power-up scenes of all the old shows just to say that this movie moved as fast as it needed to move. It moved. It was very yeah. well-paced, yeah. I thought. And it jumps. It gives you a great... So, so there's the first one. The the last Dragon Ball Z movie, the whole plot revolved around <laughs> Frieza... Two of Frieza's minions are gathering the Dragon Balls to revive Frieza, who at that point was still dead and in hell. And so Resurrection F occurs before the entire Dragon Ball Super timeline, which is, uh, it's got, you know, Gohan is an adult, and he's got a kid. It's kind mm -hmm. of, it's set like 10 years after the Boo saga, which is the end of Dragon Ball Z. I didn't uh, actually really think like about it, yeah. Like the skinny Boo. Mm -hmm. So like everybody's back in the normal timeline, like Go Goku's old, you know, like he's, he's an adult, he's got a family with, uh, uh oh. It's uh, Hercule's daughter. What's her name? It starts with a V. Chi Chi? No, 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 no. What is her name? I don't know. Uh, it's going to bother me. Does this make our podcast less reliable or no. valid? Because I don't know not. her damn name. No, it's. Uh, let me look it up. Goku's girlfriend. And it's going to be. I know it starts with a V. I thought it was Chi Chi. I think it's Videl. Videl, that's it. It's Videl. What? Yeah. So. They're married and they have a kid and like it's got you know, it basically kind of centers around uh, Goten, Goku's second son. Mm -hmm. It's like his because like Dragon Ball Z was kind of like Kid Gohan, yeah, growing up, and Dragon Ball Super is you know Goku's second son, Gohan's younger brother, and so it's like that's kind of it's kind of following that same arc. So it kind of skipped some years ahead, but. It's it basically brings you up to speed. It the whole beginning of the movie is a prologue and it kinda goes through the destruction of the Saiyan super planet, you know, home planet and Vegeta coming to power and yeah. it's crazy. And like the whole cycle, the whole circle of power between Prince Vegeta and the other Saiyan families and clans that are caught in the crossfire, which as you know, Goku and Vegeta have always been at each other's throats and it kinda it kind of lays a good groundwork for people. So you, you can go into this movie not knowing what the hell it was, and you can still kind of understand that these people had a history before this movie. It kind of holds your hand, but not too ridiculous. It was like, what, like a 10-minute intro? It was minimal. I felt like they really banked on anybody that had watched old Dragon Ball not caring what they changed, mm -hmm. and then just getting to the, the bulk of the movie. Yeah, so like yeah. it jumps you, it, it kind of drags you through like the previous 45 years of history in air quotes and like the show like the timeline and it drops you right at like the present day it's immediately this whole thing occurs immediately if you're current with the super tv show yep. it occurs immediately after the uh the tournament they weren't going to explain 
the tails, though. They mm-hmm. weren't going to explain power levels. No. They weren't going to explain saying levels. They weren't going to explain anything. They yeah. were, they were, uh, it was pretty funny. There was some pretty good throwbacks. There was even like the opportunity to use the throwaway. It's over 9,000. There was a lot of scanner jokes in the beginning. They didn't drop and the they joke. Didn't do it. No, they did it on purpose. And it was yep. hilarious. He's like, and like there's a line, and she's like, oh, it's like, it's, it's over. It doesn't even read it. It was and amazing. And then the scanner breaks, and he's like, oh, the scanner breaks, exploded. Like, the scanner well, well, I guess we'll replace it. And it's pretty funny, because like, a, it's a whole throwaway plot device where like, Freeze is like, here's some new scanners, because the ones the Saiyans are using are like handheld rangefinders. you got to hold up like binoculars yeah. instead of wearables. So Our whole theater, full was theater, funny. was uh, laughing. I mean, you know, it was, uh, it was like, what, 36 people in there? Mm-hmm. As much as it sold out, I mean. it was it was like a small theater, yep. but it was sold out. It was like freaking ten forty five showtime on a Friday night. Yeah, it was like all dudes. Surprise! It was, all, it was literally game. all dudes. So None of us as muscular as the guys on the on the, on the movie. <laughs> they know their audience. We're all slight frame anemic weebs <laughs> that we're gonna go watch Dragon Ball Super without girlfriends. So they played their market really well. There's some overtly crazy anime typical sexual content like just overly sexualized yep. scenes but not too much but more than you have in the TV show from time to time not like Master Roshi sexual though but not right Master huh. R.I.P. I miss Master Roshi I yeah. wish I really wish there was a way to kind of bring him back into this but uh, you know I feel nobody's like ever fully at least dead. with flashbacks or with maybe flashbacks with some kind of like say, like uh, Saiyan Jedi combo magic where he just exists but he doesn't, can't do anything but I wouldn't be surprised to see Roshi come back at some point but I think the funniest part of the movie was to me, was there's this entire MacGuffin thing where it's a MacGuffin's like something they go after and it never gets revealed. It's not. It's a plot device that moves the plot forward, but it actually contributes nothing. But to the what plot. were they going for? Though? So like in Pulp Fiction, it's the briefcase. Sure. They never show what's in it, but that's like the whole plot. So the MacGuffin was the Dragon Balls, and what was Freeze's <sighs> wish going to be? It didn't. It didn't matter who was going for the Dragon Balls. Yeah, they, neither in this neither movie. side had a. They were all wish. wishing for very superficial very, very bullshit superfic- things because at this point, they the Dragon Balls it's just a matter of time till you find them. You bring them together. You get a wish. You send them out. You go back. You pick them up again. You bring them together. You get another like, wish. That's a that's an important thing. And if you had infinite wishes, the equivalent of infinite you do. Wish, like, you, what do you do? You what, go pick you, them up again. As long as Earth for isn't destroyed, you things still have things like uh, height and younger facial features. And remember. You can still, that was the whole thing with the other Dragon Balls on Namek. The set of Namek Dragon Balls were still around, so there's actually two sets of wishes that could be made for a long time before they finally got, what they get, like, destroyed or hidden? I can't figure out how. Dende is, like, the last Namekian that's alive, and they're, like, somewhere else. But there's Something tells me the whole set doesn't exist anymore. Like they may not. The, I think they got destroyed or something. But for a while, so as long as Earth stands and exists, they've got basically infinite wishes because they obviously, you know, half the show is spent tracking down. They can, the show they can literally Dragon find Ball. every Dragon Ball okay. within a day. I mean, Bulma owns Capsule Corp. I mean, they can build machines mm-hmm. and fly anywhere in the world. So it's like, the whole thing was hilarious. So, the Hold Dragon Ball is like, like, fuck this shit. Yeah, you may, I just, I'm tired of you guys. So you have Frieza on one side and everybody thinks he's got a wish for immortality so he can't die at Goku's hands anymore because, you know, Goku's got his number. But uh, he just wants to be five centimeters taller. Not tall enough for people to think he did something. It's a reasonable wish. It's a very reasonable thing to ask for. I don't even understand why everybody's mad about it. I don't think anybody was. I think they were shocked. Everybody thought he was going to wish for immortality, but he doesn't want to take the fun out of fighting. And he's right. If you didn't feel pain or you couldn't die anymore, what would be the stakes in fighting? All I know is if I'm one of Frieza's lackeys, 
I'm not about to make that assumption and say that that's his wish because that gets me killed if I'm wrong. And they were just fucking lucky that they were right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, so the whole premise of the movie is Broly's, Broly's exiled. Broly is like this, he's a Saiyan with, they call it latent ability. Sure. Uh, which in the Saiyan culture, they sent those kids off planet because they didn't know if they could be trusted or they'd be safe to have in society. So it was basically the equivalent of locking somebody in an insane asylum in, you know, circa 1800s. Yeah, saying that they didn't think that they weren't fit for society, so they were like deported essentially off planet. So that's what happened to Goku. Well, it was going to happen to Uh, Goku, uh, but he was uh, hidden, uh, and his uh, father, Bardock, sent him off planet because he was afraid something was going to happen to the planet, which did. Yeah, they didn't even, they didn't waste uh, any time. As soon as he was gone, they, they burned that planet. So Broly gets exiled, and Broly's father thinks that it's a whole scheme that uh, Vegeta's dad. Who is also Vegeta the Third, because the cool. Vegeta in the show is Vegeta the Fourth, and the Saiyan home planet's called Vegeta. It's very confusing. They're all Vegeta. So they Vegeta don't give a is shit the, about the royal that, family. But you know, it's also like a English translation too, so it's like super weird. Yeah. And they, did you know wait. that every single Saiyan is oh, named after yeah. a all fruit vegetable. or a vegetable? <laughs> so that's everybody knows weird. that shit. So except for Broly, I don't know what Broly is. It's I saw that. Exactly. No, it's a vegetable. They're all vegetables. It spins on vegetables. So, all the all the big time players are off planet. You know, you got Raditz and Vegeta are kids, and they're on another planet, and they don't go back. And so they all it it shows why the people that show up in Dragon Ball Z aren't killed on planet Vegeta. What I thought they could have done, and they I mean you don't have to do this, but you basically set up the whole plot of the show to be who is left. Mm-hmm. Those don't have to be the strongest guys, though. They no, can be they're extremely not. They're just strong. people of consequence that were Why didn't they, like, show a couple of dudes on Vegeta that were just extremely strong badasses that got killed? I thought that would have been They cool. did. Mm. That one guy trying to stop Frieza's blast. No. But he got obliterated. How are you going to stop Frieza? I'm just like, saying. Like, Frieza at that level is already more powerful than the Mention their power thing. levels. Mention a couple things and give them a little bigger muscles. I felt like everybody that was on Vegeta still was either the king or was like a skinny piece of shit. I mean, they were normal, but that was, I think it's important because what we've seen from the show is just, it's the strongest warriors that were exiled or happened to not be on the planet when it got uh, destroyed. So it's kind of an yeah. outlier of okay. the Saiyans, but they were known as a warrior race. Does that even, mean that there even are the other weakest, exiled? Yeah, it does. I mean, that opens up for I how many like other people were off The original Broly movie... Exile wasn't the main option. Mostly they would just kill the kids. Well, they would because they didn't want to be usurped. It's kind of yeah. like a Sith Lord kind of thing where it's yeah, like if you let them... Like. Like, no, everything is Star Wars references in is. my mind. Well, it's like if you let the young ones hang around too long, they'll usurp you and kill you. Like yeah. you're not allowed to have a peaceful transition of power in that society. Like, they're, they're, it's, a warrior, it's a warrior society. It's like Spartans in space. I mean, it's the strongest <laughs> yeah. survive and if you can't cut it, you're killed. So... The Saiyans, they're all over the galaxy, so there very well could be other pockets of Saiyans that haven't been. That's very much open. I guess that's kind of what happened in, in Super. Well, they had other universes. Mm-hmm. Never mind. They brought other universes. Well, and like Super's opened up that whole universe, multiverse craziness. So it's like right. there's all Vegeta's kinds not of destroyed. Okay. So there's just all kinds of crazy shit. But you know, it's it's no more ridiculous than your average comic book universe. I mean, how many times is Spider-Man alive, dead, and 15 different people. I mean, there's a movie that's been out. Seven. The answer is seven. The answer question. is seven. It's seven. Yeah. What, okay. is, what is seven? What is seven? So, I thought it was interesting. So, Broly's basically the super weapon that's hidden. And Vegeta, yeah. some of Vegeta's force finds him. 
by accident on this little remote planet that he and his father have been stranded on for like 20 plus years. Yeah, they really didn't give a great timeline, but it had been a fucking long, it had been a long, long time. time. So long like, enough for him to become... He was like an adult. Yeah, I mean, an he adult. Was, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, and he's like the same age as Vegeta and Goku. Like, they're all the same That's generation. That's a good point. They're all... Oh, so he's got to be like He's like 35. in his 30s or yeah. early 40s. I, I, I think Goku's like officially like 30s. I actually think that but part Saiyan's doesn't, that doesn't age line up slowly. as well. Well, so. I, I, like the whole thing is Saiyans don't... And there was a joke in there about Bulma wanting to look five years younger because yeah. humans age, but like the Saiyans don't. So like Goku and Vegeta will look the same way essentially until they're hundreds of years old. Like right, Saiyans or t- until another animator has to draw them. Hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, true. But... So Vegeta, uh, Frieza doesn't even really. This whole story is kind of just like accidental. Like Frieza just wants the Dragon Balls to be five centimeters taller, and then he has this super weapon fall on his lap that has a vendetta. His father has a vendetta against Vegeta because his father sent his son off planet. He never got to get revenge on Vegeta's dad. Yeah. So he wants revenge. So Frieza, always being the shit stirrer that he is, he's like, well. I don't really have a dog in the fight, but I don't really like Goku and Vegeta, even though we all had to work together to save our universe so I can eventually continue to try to dominate it. So that was the whole thing about Super is Vegeta ends up, Vegeta and Android 18, 18. right? Yeah. Save. They basically help beat Jiren. They win the fight. They beat Jiren mm-hmm. with a surprise attack. And so like Frieza, the most you know hated enemy in Dragon Ball Z, becomes the savior of the entire that version of their universe. Was it six? Universe six? I think there's seven. There's seven? Yeah. So their whole universe is going to be destroyed, but Frieza saved them. But you got to think, Frieza doesn't want the universe to be destroyed because he's always trying to conquer it, and what universe is there to conquer if it's dead? Yeah. So he very much played the, you know, the enemy, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So he's like, a, he, he's got this, it's this weird, it's a weird place in Dragon Ball Z where Frieza's actually not the dark bad guy. He's kind of like a gray... He's a great figure right now. He's still a despicable character. He's done a lot of evil things. And in the movie, it shows him like destroying another planet while he's vowing to get revenge at the yep. end, while he's vowing to get revenge on Vegeta and Goku. It's true. There's just a ton of explosions. He's like, you know, raining death upon another alien civilization. But he can't beat, he can't conquer Earth. It's the one thing that he can't seem to do because Goku and Vegeta call it home now. That was one of the, that was like the best comedy of the whole movie was uh-huh. that Vegeta was freaking out about about him uh, coming back and destroying them. But he clearly he does knew not he care. had no he chance. He knows he no that chance. Match, even yeah. with his golden Frieza form. That doesn't see. yeah, it doesn't because seem now, like him, but that's what he did. Because now, like, Vegeta, or, uh, you know, Frieza's actually a little bit scared of him because, you know, Goku can go full Super Saiyan God and they both can do the instinct form, which is like... Blue form. What is that? It's like Super Saiyan three and a half. Would you call it? Is it more than Super Saiyan Four? Wait and that's, a minute. And that's a, that's the no. Argument. Blue is God form. Blue is God Pink form. is key form, and then um, then you got your Ultra Instinct that Goku can barely tap into, I guess. So that's what they're working on right now. Yep. But Broly has this crazy hidden power that ever that I'm gonna question. Yes. If it's Super Saiyan Four or not. Yes, that's Jimmy's theory. Yeah, he he. Well, I've heard he it a lot too. He can go Grade Eight without changing his physical form. His tail's cut off. Yeah, but he can and be in strong. the non-canon shit, that's exactly what they did. They just looked different when they did it. They evolved into that new form. He's pulling from the power of that form without looking that much different. But he loses mental capacity. Like he he goes like berserk. He's not thinking like you would think because he was a normal human still. Yeah, that, they always the say that like uh, you can't control anybody. Uh, anybody that's uh, mentally handicapped is usually stronger, you know, than a normal person. So oh, yeah. he's 
he's hundreds and hundreds of times stronger because he's hundred times more handicapped. And he like right. <laughs> He's Erase got, that part of the. He's got very special powers. Erase right? that part of the podcast. So, <laughs> that's a hot take. Mics are hot. Blistering, blistering take from Jimmy. The special, special Ed Super Saiyans there. Well, he barely he, Short bus he can Saiyan. barely talk, so I'm not that far off. Well, no, but it's like he's very much like a Tarzan kind of character. He's been it isolated sucks. from yeah, society. Yeah, he has no idea. He has no interactions. He's very naive. Like he's very his only friends were like these monsters that lived on this remote planet with him. His dad wasn't really a dad to him. His dad used him as a tool yeah. to get revenge. His dad was shit to him. He like had a collar, like electric collar on him to control him because he didn't know how to rein in his kid. Like, that was same from movie to movie. It was. That same collar well, I mean it looked different, but it was the same collar. I thought it was kind of funny that everybody that cared about him. The, you know, like the Frieza Force people that cared about him wanted to save him because he was innocent. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that in real life. If you just act ignorant, then it's almost the equivalent of innocence for most people. Not knowing what you're doing means you're naive and it's okay. And people want to help you and they want to help you fix the problems that you created because you didn't know what you were doing. And there's no, I have nothing, to, no point to this. I'm just but saying. But I mean, is there like a, that could be a cop out at a certain level. It's like, well, if you act stupid. Exactly. Does that mean you get away with anything yes, you want to? Yes, it does. This is the thing. Because people we want, have, that's very, that's a help. very current issue yeah. in, I would say, a lot of really, really hot issues today that are not movie related. But you could say that's kind of what's been raining a lot in politics the last few years is, well, I didn't know it or it's not, I didn't know it was a crime when I did it. So uh-huh. it must not be a crime. Uh-huh. So it's like. How much of it was true, and how much of it's actually... How much is Broly actually responsible for? Because at some point, you have to accept responsibility for your actions. That's what I'm trying to get His dad did treat him like shit. I think Broly, he's allowed to have one big explosion like he did. That was it. I think he rain it in. That was his one chance. And I think that's that's what's cool about this movie versus the original one in 1993. Oh, God, yeah. Because in the one in 1993, they kill him. He's fucking dead. He's dead. He's fucking dead. That was a, a Chris D'Elia reference. I love you, Chris. I'm sorry I stole your thing. But apology accepted. Yeah, I mean, that's not fair to you. I understand. I mean, that's... So that was the one thing I liked about this is it kind of brings Broly back, who is actually a pretty popular character. People were actually upset that he'd been dead because like, they were like, oh, crap, this is somebody who actually could be the most powerful enemy they've ever faced, truly, because it's a Saiyan. Yeah. And he has this crazy power that, you know, it took... Vegeta and Goku fusing for canon for the first time. The first appearance God of Gogeta. Fusion. The first appearance of Gogeta. It took Gogeta to stop him. And that was just stopping him. They still had to convince him to stop. They, they had to a... talk to him. And they oh, yeah, finally got true. back into his head and were able to pull him back from like the brink of... of for like all two seconds until they were about to kill him and then they uh, dragon balled him. Yeah. 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 And he was... I mean, yeah, truly. He was, he was not going to stop if... The, uh, the Frieza Force that liked him didn't summon the Dragon Balls and send him back to his planet where he came from. So, Broly really is bad shit if he was an actual enemy, but this movie kind of made him more human. Yeah. Because Goku's like, I know this is not like a monster, he just doesn't know any better, so we need to like give him a chance to get better. I mean, you know, Goku's never going to get rid of somebody who's going to be like an actual partner or like a, like a like a fighting partner like Literally. a training partner because he sees Broly you know, Goku's an he idiot. he's boo. a little idiot he he's like Frieza yeah he keeps everybody he else around Broly. honestly there's a way to keep Cell around he probably would have I mean yeah. it's like but you know that was he kept Gohan, Gohan killed 
Cell. I think if it was up to Goku, if Goku had been able to stop Cell, he probably would have kept him alive. Never so, thought about that. I never, I never, he probably laments it every day. Which is like, it sucks. Like, Cell, like, Cell's, so my, so many... Cell's my favorite. I wish we could see Cell again sometime. I don't know. I don't have a favorite. I think Boo is the Cell. most relevant to me. I think, I Boo, I think Boo is the most insidious one. Like the creepiest. Mm-hmm. Like, when he, but like all the, the whole changes. super arc is just a bunch of random enemies and Jiren kind of at the end is... Just bad shit. He's just shoved in there, though. He doesn't feel that special to me. But I think... And his his human, his actual form just looks like a normal person with fake ears. Like, it's not really anything special. Well, I guess they're kind of bad about always having... I've noticed that a lot of the aliens in Dragon Ball Z have the same ears. They're always squares in the side of their heads. Yeah. Which is weird. Jiren has those ears. They're all fucking humanoids with square ears, man. They don't have a lot of... I think some of the coolest aliens were some of those other destroyer gods. Mm-hmm. Like the pears. Like, those are some cool... I mean, even when they threw it, like is, a uh, clown god what's the little, or whatever. What's the little god of master of the universe? The little Zero guy or Xenu? What's his name? The little the little dude with the... I know exactly head. what you're saying, but He's I, don't funny. Know, I don't know his and name. His, like, twin, his he, alternate like, version. He, like, himself, yeah. So... No clue. I think there's a lot of cool stuff going on in there. And, and really, what Broly did is it kind of brought... There's kind of... It's a renaissance of Dragon Ball. Like, the whole... Mm-hmm. The whole series has been revitalized. Here's a question for you. What's up? Did I if there was mic? another tournament of power, does Broly become the Universe 7 fighter? I think so. Yeah. He has to. But how many, other Broly's are there? how many other Brolies are out there? None. Are there any they would have already been there. Maybe. Well, maybe. I don't know. But yes, I think at the end of the day, Broly's obviously going to be a Z fighter. They phone it in. Okay, yep. there's this whole fu- it's great, it's amazing, but you know what's to be continued. That was you know, the, that was the catch line they missed at the Goku end of the movie. Goku and Vegeta are never gonna lose. I mean, come on, you know what's gonna happen? They might lose the battle. They're not gonna lose the war. Right. So it's always got a wholesome ending, and it's nice. It's fun. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I was glued to my seat. I, I, when I saw the runtime of it, I'm like, holy shit, that was literally like an hour and forty minutes. It didn't feel like it. Yeah. Like when you watch, I wish we could have more Dragon Ball where it's just one seamless cut like that because it was amazing. No commercial breaks. They put a lot of, you could just tell where they spent extra time putting more into the animations and they did some crazy CG stuff. They had a really cool point of view scene when they were fighting. It was like, it was Broly's point of view punching, beat the shit out of Goku. It was really cool. And we've never seen that kind of like a camera. He punched him through like probably a thousand foot of rock. Just like continuously moving through and deeper into a rock until he finally came out of another side. And when you asked me, like, what would I want in my movie? What did I expect from this movie? I expected a thousand foot of being punched through a rock. That's what I, yeah. How about that? And I also thought, I for some reason, I had this idea of him punching a hole through the earth. You know, like they talk about like a hole oh, dug yeah, in China yeah. kind yeah. of thing. I mean, they I essentially like did that. You might see that. But, but it then was it would more destroy like across the, the earth. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, they did turn the I. The, I just love the geographic location. They went to Antarctica and then turned it. No, into they went to Ice Island. Continent. Remember, it's not Antarctica. Oh, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's sure? like we're we're forty five miles southwest of East City. Like every <laughs> that's the one thing that's always <laughs> pissed me off about. I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's like, damn, every single location. I think the best location name we ever got. Was you have like where Master Roshi lives, what and is, like an the island. island, yeah, and uh, like I think in the Cell games, 
the closest city to like Cells Arena is like Orange City or something. It's got it's got an actual color name. It's not a directional name. Oh, that's nice. But like Capsule Corp's like in South City, and yeah. it's like some generic coastal town. Like I mean, it's just like every. It's How like, do you it quantify matter. all the uh, like the locations? It doesn't matter, but the dead, locations don't, don't have names. It's like you have a planet name, and that's fair, I guess. At least we get that. But we know we're on Earth, okay? We're not on Namek. We're not on you know. We're not on the Dragon. Yeah. Was it the Dragon Highway or the was it the when Goku Shit. Heaven? Oh, I. It's been so long. That's like the beginning. You know, when, he, when I had Goku a phone, I'd Google has it. to run the Dragon Road or something. I think it's what it's called. It's like the Dragon Road or something, but. We have all these weird Shenron other dimensional, road, that's clearly wrong. other not. dimensional places, and you go see the Ox King and all that crap. But it's oh, like yeah. you know, there's no, you get no geographical bearings, and it'd be nice to see an actual map of planet Earth in Universe Six drawn out. And I'm like sure Dark Souls style. Yeah, I would love to see it where it's all marked up on a map, like you know, cool. like Risk or Axis and Allies, because I would love to know where the hell this all happens in rel- you know, relation to the other fights, because. My God, they destroy the fucking planet every single time they get together in a room. I mean, they're destroying Literally, continents. Yeah. They're draining oceans. They turned ice continent into magma pools and volcanoes. They yeah. sh- they they blasted through the, no, the crust. No of the one Earth. gave a fuck about that place. And I guess they wasted the Dragon Balls sending Broly off planet. So who's going to repair all that continental damage? That's the kind of shit Shinron has to fix. They have tomorrow, to gather Shinron tomorrow. The they had to day. go. They had to go back and collect seven Dragon Balls yeah. to fix the do that much shit to Earth's tectonic They probably place. sent literally machine, like automated machines to go pick don't them up. Worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about Frieza or Cell destroying the whole planet because the Z fighters destroy it on a weekly basis and have to wish it all back into existence. It wasn't them. It was Broly. It's not their fault. It's not their fault at all. Well, Broly's a Z fighter now. Oh. Mark it down. Hot take. He's, he's, he's in there. Goku kept him alive. They sent him off planet. Well, he wasn't going to keep... I think they were actually going to finish him off. They didn't want to, but they were going to have to You stop remember when him. Piccolo was an asshole? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a similar thing. Well, Piccolo... I mean, they had to do it. And then yeah. Piccolo's like their greatest ally, even though now he's... I've always loved Piccolo, and it sucks that like his, his power level's just nothing compared to what everybody else has become. So he's they not... Literally, he's they literally... They could have and he like I built know, up his strength. It, they did It sucks, because he's become like green Yamcha, and it's like, fuck... I love He's just there to smile and punch somebody. Once but am I wrong? I mean, he hasn't no. really been a help since the beginning of Boo. Like Goku literally told him to stay the fuck away and get him some sensu beans. Get some beans, and he didn't have any. That Which, was also a running joke because nobody had any sensu beans. He's like, uh, and Vegeta's like, we're gonna need some sensu beans after he got his ass handed to him by this jabroni from another planet. He got beat up, but nobody got beat up worse. Then fucking Frieza. Oh, that was probably Frieza the funniest part. Frieza got his own theater left. So you know, Goku could use his instant transmission, which has been like his like go to power. Which if I had it, I'd be using it all the fucking time. I'd use it with women. I tra- instant transmission in and out over and over and over. <laughs> that's a sex joke. That's a sex joke. How would you know about sex? Dragon Ball well, that's why it's a joke. The only joke here is us. We're talking about Dragon Ball Z for 30 minutes. Yeah, so, but don't do that. I don't do that. Like, uh, show. But how many of them girls are listed on iTunes? Mature, a mature conversation about Dragon Ball and its evolution. 
Sure. I'm just happy that we've finally been able to throw away all that GT bullshit and have proper Dragon Ball. Do you remember when everyone's TV. hair got super, super long when they also went crazy Super Saiyan 3? Yeah. Nobody fucking does that anymore. No, because it was bullshit. You didn't need that anymore. It felt real. At the Did time, I thought it made sense. They're all just a bunch of stupid monkeys. A lot more points in their hair. But, yeah, I mean, the, one of the funniest parts of the movie is Goku instant. <laughs> He uses instant transmission to go talk to Piccolo, <laughs> and it leaves Frieza he took Vegeta alone. With him too. He didn't even he tell took Vegeta with him. Yeah. He grabbed Vegeta and he just dipped, and it just leaves Frieza is the only person standing in the room with uh, Broly, and Broly just absolutely beats the dog shit out of Frieza. I'm trying to think of some like old like 1940s. Um Terminology to explain the beating that he got. I can't I mean, think of it, but he imagine got, what that would be. He got mollywopped. Sure. He got. God swallowed? No. Yeah, that's a good one. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, he got absolutely fricasseed, fucked up. And he went he went golden freeze and everything. He pulled out all the stops. He's like, oh, shit. He thought he was uh, something. And he, well, he knew as soon as Goku and, and Vegeta left, he's like, oh shit, I can't control this guy. I've like pushed him. I killed his father and finally pushed him over the last tier of insanity. So he, that, was, that was pretty funny too. He, he kills his father in cold blood. Yep. And he's like, oh, oh, Broly, one of those stray blasts from Goku an must have killed blast. your father. He's like, an errant blast must have killed your father. And he just sends him over the edge because he's. He's trying to goad Broly on into becoming this, you know, ultimate fighter that can destroy Goku and Vegeta, and he can finally have his revenge, which yeah. he never will. That's the goal that he chases. And I think Whatever. he's pretty much accepted that he can't beat them. So he's going to end up joining them. I think we'll see Frieza eventually give up his life of crime and become a Z fighter. I he was a Z a, fighter for Tipper. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. It won't be the smartest thing I've ever said. <laughs> I, I expect Frieza will be stuck somewhere for at least one to two seasons outside of the uh, the realm of what they're showing because of his actions. He'll do something dumb again. Oh, I mean, he, he's going to he's gonna be in trouble. Yeah. And he may be killed another couple of times before he finally realizes that being evil is not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah, that part's pretty hilarious. Because, I mean, dies. he just... Because now he's like... I mean, he's not... He never goes away... But he's not the insurmountable foe he used to be. So it's like, who's it next? Like who's the, next? It's like, who's going to be that next? I mean, the question the Goku is, Black stuff they have that to happened. pick. Yeah, they have to pick a bad guy, right? They have to pick like a main villain, which I thought was cool. But he doesn't have to be someone who destroys worlds and does all that shit. He can. Well, as soon as I say that, isn't that like what they're doing next in the super? I mean, they're going. With they like want one Goku the to become the next destroyers. destroyer god. That's yeah, like the whole thing. Is like they keep saying, "Oh, Goku, you going for Beerus's job?" And he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. There's but some bull like, that's like uh, he like eats the souls of planets. He like sucks the energy out of planets, and he's. I mean, done there's that always something else lurking. Something. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie and say that I know what the hell's going on. I don't read the manga. I don't. I've always been a Dragon Ball English dub viewer. Watcher, I don't, I don't Ooh. stay ahead of the curve. I'm total weeb. Like I I'm did watch all Americana. of the the super episodes in uh, Japanese. Well, I've watched them in Japanese, but they don't animate it until after it's been written. So it's like the only thing you're getting ahead of is you get to watch it like you know maybe six months. And even now the dubs are happening so much faster. And I mean, doing all that work with the voice actors, they're 
they do stuff now where they do a, they'll do a live simulcast of the when they're broadcasting it in Japan. They no have way. them in the studio and they record the audio while it's happening. It's crazy. It makes so like, me so happy. For shows like Attack on Titan, they've been doing it live. Like so the first time it premieres on American television, they're yeah. they're dubbing it as it happens. So like that that it used to be something would come out in Japan and it would take it could take up to like ten years before it got an English dub, if it got one at all. Jeez. And it's just the market's become so yeah. big for this stuff because I think you've got kids in our generation that grew up they there were some networks that took some risks and they were like, Hey, this is pretty cool stuff and if you can just put some English voices to it, people kids would watch this here. This is nothing different than Spider Man or Batman. It's just you know, it's Cooler. a different story. It's like aliens. I mean it's like so it really isn't any, it's nothing different any kind of anime is nothing different than freaking comic book movies that's what it is manga and comic books are the same damn thing it's just different cultures so mm-hmm. Dragon Ball's been around for us and I think that's why you kind of see it more prevalent than it ever was because we grew up watching it and now we're watching it and people that have kids are having their kids watch it and people like it it's more socially known <laughs> I'll never forget Probably my favorite Dragon Ball Z memory is uh, uh, go. We'd always watch it. Go home, go to our grandparents after school, and it'd be like three thirty, three forty-five. Dragon Ball Z be firing up, and of course, the whole Frieza fight on Namek took freaking years, is what it felt like. Yep. And my grandfather would come in because we'd always have the TV on full blast, and we'd be sitting like three inches from it, like chugging gallons of Dr Pepper and eating our body weight and microwave popcorn and honey buns and. Yeah, that's why I was a fat-ass kid. And he'd be like, are they just going to yell at each other all day, or are they going to get to it? And it was hilarious, because they'd just be sitting there screaming and screaming and screaming and, like, going to the next power level. And it was like, I remember that was when, that's when they first went Super Saiyan, was on Namek. And I was like, oh, shit. Something, stuff. Uh, something, something. Uh, so it's gotten more outrageous. Something, something, less animated, blah, 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 something, something. Excuses. And we're back to what matters. A bigger, blacker... Dragon Ball. Dick. Dick. A bigger blocker dragon dick. And I guess that kind of takes us on the old side route. I bet Broly's hung like a horse. That's the thing. I, I thought for sure that either his uh, his coincidentally green, you know, uh, pelt and was either hiding his tail or hiding his massive slong. Yeah, he may not have been wearing pants. I didn't think about that. That may have been his pants. That was very much like a Tarzan thing. He had like a loincloth on. I guess. I don't really remember now that I think about it. Mm. Then he got put in some freezer. No, I remember he was, wearing, he was wearing his little form-fitting tactical turtleneck. That's he had right. a tactical turtleneck yeah. on. Frieza Force kitted him up. He was looking pretty sharp. Dude, think about that. That's your boss. And he got, he, got a weird, up, he got a weird but pretty shapely girlfriend out of it, too. Can't explain if we were... Su- if that was intentional sexuality or if it was just coincidence, but it did not seem like There are a lot of weird across the ass, ass cameras in our faces. And a lot of like top down boob shots, cross shots. It was weird. A lot of cleavage for a Dragon Ball. Yeah. Episode. What's most weird is that like I didn't think they were really hitting the nail on the head as far as what we wanted to see. I was not like thinking like I was not I trying wish to. there was just one pair of boobs I could see from the sky down. Please. 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 So that was probably like the weirdest thing, but then I realized they probably just slipped that in there because they didn't have to do what they normally do for television audiences, and so they were they were allowed to be a little more risky. There was a, there was a few curse words in there, nothing too bad, but there were some dams and hells, and I think there was a shit in there. Really? 
Yeah. Frieza cussed a couple times. 100% he did. But, you know, it was a little edgier than the normal TV series is. But I will say Super overall has become, you know, times change and you can kind of get away with more on air. We're a, we're a more vulgar and crass society. But, you know, it's just perspective. Maybe people are just being more real. They've always felt that way. No skin off my ass. But uh, it was kind of nice. I think the show is just kind of adapted to the audience that's grown older around it. So it was really fun. It was really entertaining. It ended up at one point, it was the second most popular movie. It's opening weekend. It was behind uh, Only Glass, which was, of course, going to be a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. But this movie was shown in like a fifth of the theaters that Glass was in. So it's pretty damn impressive how much, how well it did compared to its, uh, you know, it's an anime movie. Who the, who the fuck's going to go see Dragon Ball in a movie theater? Well, these two assholes did. And yeah, a lot of others did, too. Uh, so I'm just going to look up the numbers here because they... Just got all this done last week here. Because this is the second week it's been out. And it still has showtimes in Lexington. Uh, so, on IMDb, the movie's got an 8.5 out of 10 with uh, 7,500 reviewers. That's pretty damn good. Uh, box office numbers. It ended up with... I got a 59 from Metacritic, but they're kind of mm. fucking dicks. A lot of these people are tone deaf. Look, Los Angeles Times gave it a 70. <laughs> okay, yeah. Roger Moore at Movie Nation gave this movie a 38. And I'm sure this dude doesn't know anything about Dragon Ball. And here it is. Here's his, here's his hot take synopsis. These are critics, okay? This is the kind of shit you get from critics. Every now and then, one of these movies takes a stab at being, quote, about something, end quote. Not here. It's instantly forgettable to anybody who isn't a fanatic lost in the minutia of their corner of junk culture. Well, Sounds like a guy that diddles kids to me. He do fucking drives a cow van. He does, 100%. Most everybody else thought it was a pretty decent movie. But a couple really shitty reviews from tone-deaf critics tanked the score. There's only six critic reviews on Metacritic. There's an 85, an 81, and a 70, and then a 50, a 40, and a 38. So it's like two ends of the spectrum. Those are widely different ends of reviews. But let me see what it did. What was the box office for it overall? I think it had 25 million, which considering it's not in nearly the amount of theaters. All right, so right now, as of January 18th through 20th, 2019, the four-day weekend, Dragon Ball Super Broly had just under $10 million, $9.8 million, in 1,238 theaters. The only movies that did better were Aquaman, still playing in 3,400 theaters, and Glass playing in 3,800, and The Upside playing in 3,300. And they all did, they did 10, 15, and 40 million. So this movie's playing in a third of the theaters and only made one to six million dollars less than the second and third movies. And Glass is a blockbuster, so it's going to make a lot more. It made 40. But it's playing in a third of the theaters and has only about a third of the money. So you have to think if it was actually played in more theaters, it probably would have done all right. But, uh, 
So I would I would give the movie. I enjoyed it, and I'm an admitted Dragon Ball fan. But it was it was solid. It was watchable. It was entertaining. And I'd, I'd probably give it a three and a half or a four out of five. Jimmy, what would you give it? What would you rate Dragon Ball out of five? With your sleepy ass. That's exactly like I was thinking about that the whole time. You were. I give it a four. I can't give it a five. They were just. Well, no, I didn't say I'd give it a five. Game. It was like a three and a half or four out of five. Okay. It was a good. It was a watchable movie. I'm a Dragon Ball fan. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, you'll love it. It's fun. It's great. It's super fun. God. But, uh, well, I think this will wrap it for our uh, third episode of Real Talk. We're still working out the format. We're going to have a lot of random guest hosts. But Jimmy, Jimmy wants to be a contributor. Well, I'm going to throw this in there first. But he wants to tell us something. I can't remember the uh, female's name in Dragon Ball Super Freezer Force that tried to save Broly, but I'm pretty sure she wanted to uh, sex his body. Sex it up. Sex yeah. it all the way up. I got a name for you. It is... I'll say that line after he gets it. I don't know who it is. Oh, shit. I don't know. I hate the internet. Why is Gohan not in the fucking movie? That was weird. It was weird not to have Gohan, Gohan mentioned it all. Not even like a throwaway. Can you really just do the fusion dance until you get good at it? But wasn't his daughter... Continually evolving. His daughter that. was in it. Right? Or is that... Bulma's... Is that Vegeta's? No, it's Vegeta's daughter. Yeah. So, no. Gohan doesn't make an appearance at all. And he hasn't really played a huge role in the Super Series as of yet. He's kind of like, he's taken fighting, he's taking a back seat to it all. And he's slacked on his training, and they're going to need him. He's, he's wearing glasses. It's going to show up where they're really going to need him. Bigger than he, you know, he wants to be. Because he's trying to give up the fighting, but uh, you can't be that powerful and not, uh, not be around to save the universe when it needs saving. So... Uh, Chili is her name. Damn it. Or Chili. I don't know how you pronounce that. I don't know. Weird, weird ass name. She's green. Mm-hmm. She's pretty thick. It's all right. It was a little weird, but it's all right. She's a nice gal. She loves Broly for who he is. And, uh, mm-hmm. That's all that really matters. That's all we're looking for, right? So. Right. Well, this wraps it uh, mm-hmm. for episode three of, of Real Talk. And y'all bitches. Give us that like, follow us, downvote us. I don't care. I'll keep doing it. I don't get paid to do this. You can't stop me from doing this. That's right. And uh, we love you, and we'll see you around next time. Jimmy, you sign off. Goodbye.